I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. So hey, um, I think your tits are getting bigger. <laughs> Mine? Oh my god! <laughs> they all just go mine at the same time. What? It's like they're three seconds away from going into I like boys for teen, teen, <laughs> it's very teen witch, but just completely nude, which is like that would be hilarious. I think that would have made this movie, movie better. Yeah. I, yeah I, I, all of a sudden it was just a musical number, but they were totally nude. <laughs> there are moments in this that, yeah, I feel like it could veer off into that like teen witch type vibe and then it doesn't quite but there's still it's never really quite commits to the seriousness at times times either so it's it's a interesting blend there this is one that would be really fun if someone made like a like a stage musical spoof Mm -hmm. you know but just like up the camp a lot yeah and just be like should we eat this pizza i know he's dead but i'm hungry life goes on (laughs) like i think it could work I think so. Yeah, uh, an off Broadway type thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like off, off, yeah, off Broadway, <laughs> like a <laughs> in someone's basement. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> now showing in uh, Peoria, Illinois, or yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. held over for two ex- 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 extravagant days. <laughs> yeah, it's the the final week of school's out month. It's summer already. What am I going to do with all my summer days? I'm going to have a slumber party. That's what I'm going to do. <gasps> Are you going to get some pizza? Are you going to boys? <laughs> Are you going to make some Kool-Aid? What's going to happen? It's going to get wild. I'm going to wear a nightie just for no reason. Just for fun. It's going to do that. Invite Jim Jones over and drink some Kool-Aid yeah. and it's going to be a good time. Slumber parties. I don't remember the last time I had a sleepover or slumber party. It's oh, been they were years. fun. Yeah. They were so much fun because like, we would just get a bunch of like trashy food and then watch some trashy movies like i remember yeah. we watched like waxwork and mm-hmm. like, i think slaughter high at one too like it was like just that that those like fun movies that you yeah. would watch we watched the craft a lot <gasps> yeah oh, that's a good one for a sleepover but then sometimes you go with like some of the boy ones and they were like let's just play like video games all night and i'm like i'm oh bored my God. <laughs> it was always so embarrassing because in every time they made me play i died in like the first like <laughs> two minutes of of the game i was like this is not fun okay i keep dying why do i have to fall in the pit of acid i liked when i was younger but not like the fighting games i like more of the the strategy role-playing type games where you're playing someone and you're you're running around and uh it's it's not just about like button mashing you know there's some strategy you actually have to think about it those are the ones that i was more into the button mashers (laughs) that sounds like a dimension films straight to video series extreme button mashers (laughs) the button masters extreme (laughs) the stay alive sequel that we didn't know we needed oh there we go that could have been called the button mashers Mashers. it was more of an art film it actually does sound more like an art film starring hulk hogan as (laughs) (laughs) scott bayo is button masher number two number two (laughs) and here's the rock (laughs) in his in his motion picture debut before the mummy he was a button masher Critics are calling it the best film since The Scorpion King. <laughs> Hip, smart, nonstop scary. Oh, yeah. And and the scary ones, I couldn't do it all. Like Resident Evil and Silent Hill. I was like, this is oh, too yeah. fucking scary. Can't do it. So okay. we're done. Are they really scary? Because I've, I've never played them. And yet people who don't seem to be scared by any movies at all are mm-hmm. like, holy shit. I've never been more scared in my life than when I played like Resident Evil or Silent Hill. Like, are they really that scary? They're fucking creepy. I think it's because it's not as... I don't know. You're not as divorced from everything because you are sort right. of in it and playing it, and you're you mm-hmm. are this character, and you're making the choices that they would make. Whereas when you're just watching a movie, it's like I don't really, you know, I'm not this person, so I don't really. I mean, yeah, it can right, be creepy, right. but still, it's it's it's. I don't know. There's a and you can you have more control over things. I think when you're watching a movie versus a video game, you don't know what's gonna. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, like when you turn a corner, like you don't know what's gonna be there. And you feel more responsible for, like, mm-hmm. what is happening with the character because you are the character. And right. It, it, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's just a different environment. So I, I can understand that. <clears throat> I, I don't really – I don't play much video games anymore. But even when I tried to play horror games as a kid, I was like, this is a little much. And, uh, yeah. Wow. But, yeah, all the power to 
people who like them. I know there's Res- Resident, Resident Evil games are like joy still going. In life. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're still going strong. Yay yeah. for them! I yeah. love it, but it's just never been my thing. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, I was just there for the pizza. Yeah, the movies, the, the pizza, and the eventually because <laughs> yeah. I'd have to be like, okay, can we stop playing this game? I brought this really cool movie right. that you guys are gonna love. It's called um, Ch- Cherry Falls, and I'd be like, uh, no, thank you. It's a slaughterhouse death part six. You'll love <laughs> yeah. it. We have to watch part one through five first, but it's no road saw massacre. Road... But, uh, <laughs> it's a classic, do. classic film. <laughs> Starring Sheena Davis. Sheena Davis as Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> or was it Sigourney Weaver? I don't know. I get we'll never so know. Confused. <laughs> <laughs> At least neither one of us can remember names of people in movies. So That's there we so go. So <laughs> true. Okay, this is it, y'all. I'm just gonna tell you this episode's gonna be terrible because I know like three of the names. Yeah, of I know these Valerie, characters. Courtney, and Trish. That's all. I yeah, know, I think. Yeah, I know Diane. Diane. So, yeah. Together, we know four. We know four. <laughs> I think Kim is one. I don't. There's, I think there's a Kim. They're just there's not like really. A Dee Dee. They're not really fleshed out. So like, there's it's no. not really. You know, I I feel like you could probably subtract one or two of these girls and still be fine. But we need to have a high body count, I guess. I think Linda is Brink Stevens, right? I think. Yeah, I think okay, so. So I yeah. do know her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's. And then I don't know lesbian gym coach name. What's that? Jaina, like, I think. Coach Jaina. I don't know why she goes by her first name because huh. nobody does that. But She's yeah. very p- personal. She's on a very personal level with the the girls. She's one of the gals. You yeah, know? she's one of the gals. Yeah. I like the lesbian, uh, like, uh, what does she do? She puts up the shelf or, like, she's installing the <laughs> the thing on the door. I'm like, who is this woman? <laughs> Pam, I think coach, is her name. like, walks to her front front door yeah. and a drill, like, almost, the drill, like, almost takes out her eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> And she's like, sorry, just putting in your peephole. Like, what? And then she just leaves it there. She doesn't even finish the peephole. I'm like, don't you yeah. need to put, like, some glass on it or something? Like, yeah. It's not a peephole, really. All right. Well, let's see if we have a topic of the week this week. Oh, yes. Uh, Hello, Lawil. Looking lovely, Lawil. as always. As always. She's just radiant. I got to pull this that up here. Rehab really did wonders for her. <laughs> I got to tell you, I've never seen her so bright. <laughs> She had such a problem for so long, and now she is We'll just see how booming. long it lasts this time. <laughs> yeah. With all these movies that we watch, she might be back to the bottle in no time. She might have to get some heavier stuff. Her and Robert Downey Jr. just... <laughs> Last time, she went there for Quaaludes, and I was like, where'd you even find Quaaludes? It's yeah. 2020. Like, well, I don't get it. She's like, I have my ways. <laughs> Leah Wheel would like to know some of our favorite final girls slash boys slash theys slash anyone, I guess. Yeah, just people that survived. The, eh? the finals, yeah. The ones that made it after all, like yeah. Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I mean, look, we got to say Laurie Strode just because, I mean, you know, hat tip. She's freaking awesome. This is one of those questions I feel like we need a disclaimer. Like, you know, again, our favorites, not necessarily every single final girl who ever lived right right yeah yeah, yeah. exactly it's just you know she she has such a journey you know i mean because she starts off as this like shy virginal kind of repressed kind of nerd and and she kind of blossoms throughout throughout the film she 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 learns to not be scared of the bad men out there in the world because if she can take michael myers she can take any anybody including Mm -hmm. mr ben tramer and then, like, in part two, she she learns what happens when you don't take care of, of your hair. You have to wear a really bad wig. She and learns I find that, that really uh, inspiring. Yeah, and she learns that uh, she has a brother, right? And it's the ha- she does. it just happens to be this guy who's been, you know, stalking her. This has got to be the worst night of her life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, all of her friends are dead. She is still scared to ask out this dude at school. And there's this guy stalking her, and he's also her brother. Like, what a yeah. bad night. It's never ending. Yeah, it's just it really is. one thing after another. Uh, that's why I guess I can kind of understand why Halloween 2018 at least tr- like tried to decide to do something slightly different from be like let's not make this woman go through even more with part two. But not that it right. works because I don't like the movie. But like I, I understand yeah. kind of the thought process with it anyway. I guess yeah. I just wish like she had an actual conflict really yeah. in in 
the new one. That's the problem. Like, if they're not brother and sister, why does he give a shit about her? You know? It's, yeah. It's like, I don't... 1978, <clears throat> Laurie, and 2018, Laurie are so different yeah. that I felt like we did get to need to know her again yeah. as if she was a new character. Right. And they didn't take the time They didn't to do, really that. do that. They just yeah. expected us to jump on in. And, and maybe I'm they'll sorry, do that more in some of that. More in this one, but we'll see. I the, hope the, so. We'll see. I really hope so. Yeah. But, the, yeah, I, I think the... Original film and uh, H2O, H2O, H2O Laurie, I think, are the tops Laurie's. I mean, she's good at oh, two, absolutely. Too, but, you know, the, yeah, the, I mean, uh, she doesn't really have much to do in two. Yeah, she's just yeah. like, just she's that like way. asleep like, for, yeah. for most of the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that must have been like the easiest paycheck of her life. It's like, we're just going to need you asleep in a bed for like, you know, like 10 days. Yeah. And she's like, cool. Sounds yeah. great. Uh, well, then, of course, we got to do uh, um, Sydney and Gail. I, I, oh, I consider yeah. both of them. You know, I, they both earn their final girl badge, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Uh, Gail is more of a final woman, but then Sydney becomes a final mm-hmm. woman, too, because she keeps surviving. Exactly. You know, so they they're they're survivors. You know, they... and then you have two final women. It's really cool. I know. Yeah. 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 And uh, each very unique in their own way. You know, uh, Gail is just not the typical kind of person who usually survives, you know, which is no. kind, of, kind of interesting. She's more of the kind of assertive. Uh, uh, I don't know. Go get her, you know. Yeah, she's like a slightly scaled down version of Nicole Kidman in To Die For. Like yeah. she really wants those big <laughs> stories, but she's not going to kill anybody for it. But like she'd consider it maybe. Yeah. She'd, she'd but then she's it. like, no, I don't have the time, and yeah. my suits are so nice, I don't want to get blood on them. So yeah. you know, she's she's not that kind of kind of gal. Like she'll do so much to get ahead, but she does have her own limits. Like in part in part two, where she finally says, "I love that scene," where she says, "I feel bad. I feel really bad." Like, you don't get that with these characters. Like, she does have arcs, and she yeah. grows and changes totally. and e- evolves, and she's really fascinating. I like at the beginning of 4 where she's just trying to write that fucking book, and she's just yeah, like, she's I like, don't, I don't have any what fucking fuck idea. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah. She's like, why, why does this other final girl get the, the, the story, and I don't get it anymore? I'm like, I'm like, you had your fame, girl. Like, you wrote a book, and it was it became a movie, like, multiple movies. Like, Yeah, you'd think she'd get, like, some ro- royalties from, yeah, you from would that think. still. So. Yeah. And we will be seeing them again soon in oh, I know. the next movie, which uh, we'll I'm see. glad to see their, their yeah, faces again. I guess it's always even, just nice to even see Even if them. the movie sucks, I guess at least we get to yeah. see them. Yeah. I think in that sense, like, Scream feels the most like a TV show. Like, some seasons are just more gripping than others, but it's always nice to just see everyone's face, you know? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. There's a ton of these. Uh, uh, who else? Nancy Thompson. Nancy, I mean, she's, of course. Yeah. She, I think she, she might be my personal favorite mm-hmm. because – you know, she's just this normal girl. She's got this boy boyfriend. Her parents have some dra- drama, you know, and and she's just trying to do her best. And then this crazy guy from her family's past comes in and is trying to kill her and all of her friends. And her parents are just I- ignoring it. Like, they mm-hmm. don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. And she realizes it's a film about growing up. She has, has to realize that she has to take care of this herself because her parents aren't going to help and i find it really empowering and it and it's about like conquering your fears and not giving into all that shit and just you know i, I just I, I love that it's just yeah. such a great message yeah that's true that that film and scream as well like they're both about uh uh these kids who are paying for the sins of their parents and right. having to deal with that and which is very relatable as a you know millennial and you know in, uh, in life in yeah. life uh, having to deal with all this you know shit that's going on in politics and you know yeah. uh, with the wealth inequality in this country like it's it's very relatable and uh very yeah, much so it still holds true uh and of course she's great as herself too in the meta oh i you know, love new, uh, nightmare. new nightmare yeah and, uh, oh New Nightmare is so smart. Like, I still don't think we really deserve that film. Like, what did we do to deserve it? It's people, really smart. When they talk about it, they only talk about the fact that, oh, look, it's it's so meta. I'm like, it's also just this really great yeah. story about, like, this woman. It's a great story. Yeah, this, this woman who's, like, trying to balance a career with a family again. And, mm-hmm. like, she's been out of the career for so long. But then she decides to go back. And uh, yeah. that ends up kind of tearing her family apart. Just the, the act of her going back into that you know uh, exactly career and it uh, it's just like all the shit that goes down with that it's really interesting and there's so um, many levels yeah. of that of that f- film i mean god Wes craven he was so freaking smart yeah. this guy yeah. he just amazes me jenny field friday the 13th part part two i love her so much yeah amy Steele. she she's my favorite 
you know, I don't really like. I just don't connect to any of the final girls in in the that franchise for some reason. Even but Jenny. Even Jenny. I, I don't know. I, I'm sorry. Sorry, know. listeners. Like, like I I know like they they all have like cult followings. Like I know people that are like obsessed with they Alice do, yeah. or some of them are obsessed yeah. with Chris. I mean, to me, mm-hmm. uh, none of the characters are just ever written that well in the, that franchise. Sorry to say that, folks, but I just I don't mean, relate to not. them. So it's like it's, I don't really think Jenny had a goal. Yeah. Really, she didn't really have an arc. She just right. kind of was like. I'm my own person, and uh, this person's trying to kill me, and I'm going to use my smarts to outsmart them. And she does. I think maybe it's the case of, like, an actor comes in and kind of adds a certain extra charm that might have not been been there. Because I don't know if that part would have worked without Amy Steele. That makes sense. She's so good in it. I, like, I like Tommy Jarvis, but I feel like it's just because I think Tom Matthews is hot. Like, I don't necessarily oh, yeah. <laughs> think that I – know, I know a lot of people are really – into like specific final girls from that franchise. Who, who's the one from Seven? I always forget what's her name. Seven. Um. Uh. D- uh. D- um. Tina. 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 Yeah, I know that Tina. one has a lot of um, followers as well too because she's she's the yeah. Carrie type one, you know. I um, rewatched that recently, and I was like, Dinola. I don't. She's kind of. She needs to calm down. <laughs> like she's just always at like a ten, and yeah. I need her to be more like a four. Does Mrs. Voorhees count as a final girl? I think so. <laughs> Why the hell <laughs> Why not? not? <laughs> I'm gonna say she's, she she's the best characters. <laughs> All right, uh, who else we got? Um, I like uh, Kirsty from uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser, sure. Mm-hmm. Especially in Hellraiser Two, where she's like, "I'm gonna go all the way into hell yeah. to find my dad." Like that's that's some guts. She's pretty great. Yeah, and she has like that, that useless boyfriend in the first one who doesn't do anything. <laughs> but he... it's like, "Hey, did you uh, have a nightmare? Here I am uh, sucking on a cigarette. I'm gonna make you laugh." <laughs> You're like, who the fuck are you, dude? Yeah, who the He has some, I remember his, like, Rubik's Cube shirt or something that he has on. That I was just distracted the whole time. But, yeah, it's it was the 80s, and they were like, well, we can't have a, a woman just without her boyfriend. You know, we can't have her <laughs> actually do things without a man there. Even though she literally she does everything, does everything <laughs> yeah. and at that one time when he's trying to help her, and then she's like, she screams at him to get away. Get he's, like, trying to grab the box, and she's like, no, we don't have time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my god yeah good for her good for her <laughs> really? I like what about her sally from texas chainsaw oh massacre you know girl she's... goes through the ringer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, like that is one of the best horror film performances marilyn burns oh my god like i think she deserved an oscar yeah she is just like it's the most powerful most raw portrait of terror I've ever seen in my life. I believe her every second. Yes, but especially those scenes when she's just being held there at the dinner table and just oh like my God. just afraid for her life because she doesn't know what oh. this what this family's gonna do next and it's just yeah. Oh just, and like yeah. I love that she actually like she will stop at nothing to es- escape. Like when she's trying to go out the front 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 door mm-hmm. and then he comes through the door and she just runs up the stairs and at first she you're like, uh, where are you going, Sally? You're going to be trapped. And then she just jumps out of the window. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, shit, that takes balls. She's a fucking survivor. She will do anything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's a good one. Like, I like Jess in uh, the original Black Christmas just because, like, she's, I mean, she's a feminist. She wants to have her own own life and get an abortion. I do like that plot point. I don't know if I yeah. care that much about her as, a, like, a character, but I, I do like that plot mm-hmm. point of her. Uh, I care more about, what's her name? Like, Barb. Barb, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do love Barb. Yeah, oh, yeah. Barb yeah. should have been a fi- final girl, too. I think so, but, you know. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, some people count Ellen Ripley from Alien. You know, she's, yeah. she survives, I guess. Uh, works. I like Carly and Nick from House of Wax. I just like that kind Under- of... Underappreciated. Yeah, the yeah. kind of brother-sister dynamics. And just, like, she gets put through quite a bit, too, with, like, getting some of her finger chopped off right. And Oh, God, when he chopped off that finger. Yeah. Oh, I was not ready. Yeah. I'm never prepared for, for that bit. No. Ever. Fool and Alice in The People Under the Stairs. Mm-hmm. I really like those, those two, especially yeah. as, like, a pair, because they just, like, they fight together, and they, they save the day, and... That's that's such a good movie. I love that movie. Oh, um, Marty from Hell Night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, she repairs a car by herself. Like, yeah. Give the girl some props. Also, Vivia, Killer Party. I like. Oh, uh, woot, woot. Yeah, she's great. She's. Uh... I assume she survives. I hope she does. I mean, because yeah, there's that little ending. That, you're like, I don't know. That ambulance. Yeah, you don't know. But that ending makes me a little worried for Vivia. She's just very non-traditional, know. and I, I love her giant paperclip earrings. I'm just obsessed with them. Every time I see them now, and I'm now like, that you've pointed them out, like. It, I'm never going to see that film yeah. the same way. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not. 
it's like an extra little layer. They didn't have to add, but no, they did because they they're did. fucking killer party yeah, and they <laughs> aim to please, God damn it. Oh, the last act of that movie. I, I will never understand, but I have a good time. All I know so is I fine. love it. Yeah, it's great. I love whatever they're serving. It's, it's so good. Oh, Blu-ray, good. please, someone, for the love of God, make this happen. Yeah. Don't you want the world to heal? Release Killer Party. Yeah, that's okay. all we asked for. I always liked, uh, um, oh, Amy in He Knows You're Alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's like she wants to get married, but she's not really sure. Because like the, she's like torn between two lovers, feeling like a fool, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then like and so she's kind of complicated. Like she actually does have like her own drama to deal with. And then in comes this kill killer dude, which is like the physical threat, but she already has like the existential threat of like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? If I marry this one guy, I'm, I might be more comfortable, but I really like this other guy more. And like, is mar- marriage even for me and stuff like it's a really I- I- interesting dilemma that she has in the middle of this like slasher, slasher movie. movie. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's what I love about it. We're still trying to yeah write characters who actually had a little bit of a, an arc at yeah. that point in time yeah it's, i like that yeah i guess she might die at the end i think it's implied that she that she that she she does but she made it out yeah for a while she, she tried and uh she got far oh uh yeah. sarah from the descent mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. isn't isn't that her name oh god uh, yeah sarah, she is sarah carter yeah strong in that oh yeah. god that's another one where it's like does she make it out in the end? We don't know. Exactly. Depending on the ending you watch. And... Depending on where you lived at the time. Yeah. It was like, which ending do you get? It was yeah. like, clue. It was yeah. like, which one is it? I, I like Elijah Wood, Casey in The Faculty, and I guess Josh Hart in The one. Faculty as well. Uh, and Josh is pretty good in Halloween H2O, too. It's more about Laurie, but he does yeah. get some beats in there that are okay. I think he does yeah. a good a good job. Yeah. Do you, do, do you know who I really love, though? Who? I love Natalie in urban legend i mean it's such a <laughs> masterful role um that's like the worst fine i don't even I, remember her name usually so good for you for like, that god <laughs> i don't know why i remember her name either yeah. except I, I i think it's really like rebecca gayhart's delivery of yeah. her name that yeah. i remember natalie um, she's like hey nat like oh god she's so fucking good in that movie you know yeah. what no she's the final girl she's of that movie because she does survive she does yeah so technically rebecca gayhart's the final yeah, girl who's she's the, the last one we see in the movie who says that the final girl has to be a victim it's just the, exactly. the final girl you know it's just i'm gonna god, go with her she's yeah. so good in that movie it's true more dark comedies but both of these are good that uh tree from happy De- happy death day oh yeah jessica yeah. roth she's got a great arc fantastic too, you yeah know? It's, it's, great arc. it's great yeah and uh max from the final girls she's also very good oh, too and, god, every um, time someone says that movie's name i just want to cry <laughs> i just i think of that scene the, the betty davis eyes yeah scene. and i'm yeah, just like yeah, oh, it's, no. it's so sad it's <laughs> It just gets me. Yeah. Not since my girl has has a film yeah. just yeah. immediately triggered like this waterworks <laughs> response out of me. <laughs> Her mom is kind of a final girl in that too. In in the movie That's anyway, uh, Nancy That's and true. Malin Ackerman. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess the both the tragedy girls are final girls too, and they're technically their yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. What was her name? Erin in your next. Yes. Yes, yes, I yes. liked her she a was lot. Good. Yeah. I I liked her a lot. That was an interesting twist with her. Yeah, you didn't expect her to be so uh, uh, MacGyvery and you know yeah. know how to get through this situation. You know? I I just love how like they 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 have to ex- explain it. So like a ca- character's like, oh yeah, she's like grew up in like a surf survivalist com- yeah. compound. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> it's just so random. It is. <laughs> it's like, well, that's a first for a final girl. <laughs> <laughs> trying she's, something different here she's into survival great yeah. i like um uh liz in dress to kill she's a sex wor- worker she doesn't give two shits mm-hmm. she's just like sassy and opinionated and it's like always busting everybody's balls and she she lives at the end what about our dear heidi heidi she's kind of a final girl right <laughs> uh, i mean she puts everything together like everything she doesn't kill everyone so in that movie is yeah. so useless except yeah. for her she figures everything out and gets none of the credit and we're of course God. talking about the initiation yeah it's like i'm starting to realize how few like really cool final girl boy yeah. days there yeah. are i like jim halsey in the hitcher which is coming to blu-ray yeah. finally but yeah. Uh, again fi- yeah does finally. he really count as a final boy because uh, i don't know it's just a weird kind of setup there like ash ash and evil dead obviously oh, yeah. of yeah. course yeah. and uh the classic yeah. 
Yeah, you know who kind of counts? I'm, I'm going to go with uh, hmm. Catherine Ross in The Stafford Wives, Joanna Eberhardt, because oh, yeah. she, I mean, she makes oh, it to almost the end anyway. Yeah. Oh, God, that breaks my heart. Yeah. Oh, that movie is so good. So, so good. Once again, Blu-ray people, Blu-ray, what do we have to do? How is the remake coming out before the original How? on Blu-ray? How? <laughs> what fresh hell is happening yeah. that got that on Blu-ray before the original? Right. I don't know. I mean, I, I thought this world was supposed to be healing. It's mm-hmm. not healing yet. It cannot heal until that and Killer Party are on Blu-ray. And Hello, Mary Lou. And Hello, Mar- Mary Lou. How can mm-hmm. we begin to heal as a country when these are not available to yeah. us? These films are better than Xanax, okay? I think so. Yeah. We can survive if we have these. Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all. Well, that seems like a pretty good list, you know. As always, you can let us know some of your final final girl favorites on our social medias. And uh, if we miss anyone big, maybe we'll bring it up in the next episode. We'll see. But I think we got yeah. through most of the really famous ones. Um, I mean, I always get scared. I'm going to leave one, one off that, that I absolutely love. Like, uh, um, I, I like, uh, is his name Billy in Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker? Oh, yeah, sure. I kind of like, I sure. like him just because you don't usually see someone like that in one of those movies no in that role he's you know? like straight and he plays basketball but he's also sensitive and yeah you know caring and it, it's an exactly. interesting part I, yeah I, I like that yeah oh and jamie from halloween four through five four? Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah probably one of the best like child performances i've seen yeah here we are in 1982 the golden age of slashers didn't last very long, but that was the the time for him, you know? Uh, Slumber Party Massacre was, of course, notable for being directed and written by women. Woo-woo! In fact, both of the sequels are also written and directed by women, different women, but yes. Bet you didn't know that. Bet you we got all the fun facts today. <laughs> I found that on an IMDb. No. I thought it was the Wikipedia. <laughs> Uh, directed by Amy Holden Jones, who went on to write Indecent Proposal and The Relic in the 90s. She's also written stuff like Mystic Pizza and Beethoven and The Getaway. Mm-hmm. So a very diverse career there, right? Exactly. Yeah. I love the diversity there. Yeah. Written by Rita Mae Brown, who is, of course, a feminist author who has written a ton of novels and has been active in a bunch of civil rights campaigns. In 2015, she received the Pioneer Award for Lifetime Achievement at the Lambda Literary Awards. Her original screenplay was titled Sleepless Nights, and it was intended to be a parody of slasher films, but the producers were like, you know, we're not ready for that. You know, we're still kind of just making regular slashers, so why would we do a parody of slashers right now? And so they repurposed it as a more serious slasher film. Jones got a hold of the script, And she was really dying to direct something at the time, and she had mostly been an editor before that. So she went, and uh, with her husband, Michael Chapman, they acquired some uh, film equipment and hired a bunch of actors from the University of California, and then they shot a bunch of scenes at a house over one weekend, and they showed it to Roger Corman, and he was like, all right, let's do this thing. So thanks, Rog. Oh, Roger. Starting all those careers off. All those, yeah. The New World pictures, right? Mm -hmm. He made a new world indeed. A whole new world. Of artists making exploitation. <laughs> and she also turned down uh, Steven Spielberg. She was going to be the editor for E.T. to do this film. So, whoa. There we go. Sacrifices. She sacrificed that much to make this? Wow. She did. Yeah. Shot on location in Los Angeles in 1981. Uh, the film had a limited release in Los Angeles and then New York City in 1982. I don't know if it ever had a wide release. It grossed oh, no. $3.6 which seems like a lot for just New York New York City and Los Angeles. So I assume it had yeah. more release than that. But I don't know. Wikipedia didn't tell me and I was too lazy. So critics mixed, but not like uh, horrible. It has like a 41%, which for uh, for a slasher film, not actually, terrible, not actually. bad. Yeah. yeah. Mostly positive on like the film's pacing for the most part, which I think it helps that it's only like... 70 minutes or something. It's so yeah. fucking short. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Some of the dark humor was praised. And then what? Shout Studios also recently announced that they're doing a remake on Sci-Fi, which sci-fi random. <laughs> I would have never pegged that. Like no. 20 year, years ago, if you had told me that, I'd be like, on Sci-Fi? Like, can they show that on Sci-Fi? Yeah. Because this was never on TV when I was a kid. I think because there's so much nudity that you can't really... Like, if you did cut the film down, it would be, like, 40 minutes. Oh, something. yeah, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure the remake's not going to have, like, any, so it'll... Yeah. Because they're yeah, making it for like, TV, so, yeah. I shall reserve my expectations until I see at least a trailer. Yeah. 
I think it is written and directed by women again, so that's that's a plus. So well, yes. that's cool. At least they're carrying on the tradition of the Slumber Party. Yeah, franchise. Totally, I like that. That's a yeah. So all the best to them, and uh, we'll we'll yeah, like you said, we'll wait to pass judgment until we get to that. Yeah. And then we'll bring out the knives <laughs> and the power drills. Because we're so mean on this podcast. We like to make people cry. <laughs> Are you crying yet? Then give me your lunch money, punk. Uh, yeah, this movie, it's, it's just, it's an interesting blend of things. Herbs that, and spices. Herbs yeah. and spices, yeah. Because yeah. the script is still partly satirical, but then... Mm-hmm. not and then occasionally some of the shooting is satirical just the way that like especially when they show the girls in the shower and it just kind of lingers on yeah. them it's clearly just like it's so ridiculous like they have to be trying to joke right? yeah there has to be some kind of joke there right yeah it's yeah it's, because it'll just like linger on their butt and then go up a little bit and then come back to the butt like it's <laughs> it's like they'll be talking but it, it'll just like show their ass so you're like wait are they talking out of their ass right now like why is it just lingering on yeah. their wet ass yeah to me it kind of comes off as like okay straight guys who came to see this film like i'll yeah. let you see it but you know it, it, it's just gonna be so like in your face and like <laughs> all the romance is gone essentially you know it's just like yeah. all right here's a butt here's a back here's a butt here's some boobs you know yeah it's almost like clinical yeah. in a way yeah it's yeah like, here they are yeah enjoy yeah it's true <laughs> uh you just a, a huge assortment of characters here like we said it's just oh, uh, yeah. it's a little hard to keep track of everyone and uh, i don't remember most of the names <laughs> no. just warn everybody but the thing that stands out the most about this movie is the fucking score it's just like gothic yes. and macabre and like it was all done in like a casio i think and it's just <laughs> i love it. it's it's kind of jaunty it's like yeah i'm like oh we were so, like i'm at a carnival yeah we were saying it sounds like a, like a hammer movie score at times and then there's yeah. like the carnival stuff and it's like yeah it's it's all over the place but it, where's vincent price is he about to show up What's yeah going on? and that plays like she knew it was supposed to be like a parody it's like it, it comes and goes when it's satirical and when it's just being a straight out slasher and i don't, I don't know if that's yeah. More on the you know on the director or on like Roger Corman or you know mm-hmm. the, the production side of things. I uh, just an interesting blend of um, things. I don't know any like overall thoughts here. Oh, I don't know. It's it's uh I mean it's a pretty traditional slasher movie. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it doesn't. There's a few moments of satire that are pretty obvious, but I'm I'm always surprised by how much it does kind of play like a straight slat slasher film. Yeah. It's true. The killer, you know, it, there's a lot of rapist metaphors, of course, with him mm-hmm. hurling around this drill. and um, But it, does, it never goes too far in that direction. You know, it, it doesn't yeah. try to make a huge statement out of that. I mean, he does have that little monologue at the end where, what's he saying? Like, uh, like I love you. I love you. Like, <laughs> this is how I show you I love you. And uh, you know you want it. So, that again, uh, there's a lot of, like, kind of rapist yeah. metaphors there. But Definitely. Um, and it kind of helps that, like, he's basically costumed and portrayed in like that typical cliche like sweaty rapist yeah. look like he's like he's always like constantly sweating yeah and his his eyes are always just like bulging out of his head mm-hmm. like he just he just looks like this like wild animal yeah it would be interesting to read the yeah. original version of this I, I would love to read it. that um, that would be fascinating i wonder if there's still a drafter around I somewhere there's got to be one probably right? yeah because i don't think they were ready for like a scream style satire yet in no. 1982 you know this was still right in I the mean, height of it you know they had done those two spoofs there was there was uh student bodies mm-hmm. and wacko and so i guess they'd already tried to sort of spoof slasher what year did student point. bodies come out was that i think that was 81 really it was that early wow or maybe hmm. it was 82 hmm. but those are just more like i guess those were trying to be more comedies yeah th- those are more like actual parodies whereas i feel like she's yeah. going for like a satire uh, trying to make a, yeah. a statement on you know whatever but already well i guess let's dig in then we meet trish she's the final girl apparently yeah, ostensibly, you know, yeah. Uh, we think yeah. you know she's just a normal girl changing into her clothes as the camera li- lingers on her and this killer has just gotten re- released this guy named named russ thorn mm-hmm. it's a great great name uh it's the typical slasher setup right a guy has escaped <laughs> pretty from, much well, well i guess he was released but he gets out of the mental yeah. institution and then comes back it's like every fucking slasher film from this era <laughs> pretty much yeah so far so slasher yeah. and uh and she's like throwing away like all of her childhood toys you know because she's a woman now mm-hmm. And she, like, throws away her doll and, like, someone, like, 
picks it up and stuff. And her parents are going out of town, so she's deciding to have this slumber party with all of her friends on the basketball team. And there's this new girl named Valerie, and she invites her. But her friends, especially, um, what's her name? Uh, is it Debbie or something? Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll just go with D- Debbie for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes. She's like, no, she's she's ridiculous. Like, like I don't like her. She can't sit with us. And everyone's like, you're being a snob. And she's like, all the best pe- people are, you know. I kind of like how they, they're basketball players and not like cheerleaders. That's kind of a fun. Yeah, little, like they're, uh, yeah, they, they play sports. They don't. Yeah, not that. Not and the, I love sports. how there's these the, these like two guys that are like their groupies, I guess, that are always just hanging around them. They're always around them, and they're always all yeah. over each other too. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I'm not sure if they're like like are they dating any of the girls or are they just like constantly harassing them it seems like they're just harassing them but yeah okay that's what i thought there's that one scene where they're kind of looking in the mirror in the window with them but they're like all over each other basically and like grappling each other i'm like okay like uh, dude look at this look at her boobs they're bigger than i thought they'd be yeah they try to invite valerie Mm -hmm. and she overhears their conversation realizes that she's not going to be wanted there and is like no i can't come i've got to babysit my sister and all this stuff and she's like and she and she leaves She's a responsible gal, yeah. She's yeah, kind of yeah. The relationship between her and her sister in this, <laughs> I don't understand because Courtney's like what a couple years younger, and she acts like she's like ten years old the whole time. She's oh like, yeah. Can you braid yeah. my hair, Val? Can I have this giant like uh, lollipop at one point? Like, what is happening with this character? It's like, how old is the actual actress playing the sister? Yeah. Like, because I can't tell. Like, is she like twenty two? Right. Or is she, she seems like, like about 12. the same age as like everyone else. So I don't get it. But yeah. yeah. And so yeah, she goes off to do that mm-hmm. and. In the meantime, there's a killer on the loose yeah. because a lady repair woman is is murdered in her van. This is very like Randy <laughs> Scream to death. Yeah, she just gets yeah. like pulled from in, in broad daylight, gets pulled from the street and, and just killed. Yeah. With a drill in the head. But I'm glad that it's a lady repair person because, you know, diversity. I like that. There's it's a cool. lot of, yeah, handy people Let's in this film. That. There's yeah. her, and then there's the, like we said, Pam, the person who's putting up the bookshelves and uh, yeah. doing Yeah, oh yet. no, there's a, there's a, another girl, Linda. Linda, she is showering, and she takes a little too long, mm-hmm. but she needs to go get her book because it's a, the school's about to close for the weekend. And she gets locked in with the killer and he he uh, drills her in the arm, mm-hmm. and she's like running away and stuff. And there's a pretty good little chase scene there. It is. There's some pretty good suspense some, and not bad. Tension yeah. In there, yeah, because like her arm is bleeding and the blood is like dripping outside the door, mm-hmm. and she's like you know trying to um to like mop it up so that he won't know and it's 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 a really great 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 scene mm-hmm. uh starring brink stevens yeah who went on to become like a huge scream sc- scream queen yeah i have a question about this russ character too he mm-hmm. apparently killed these people back in 1969 was he connected mm-hmm. to like charles manson is that what's I going on i was wondering on? the yeah. same thing I, I was wondering if like they were going for like a manson kind of thing yeah because later they like, reference that's so specific. Yeah, it is very for that year, and then they reference Jim yeah. Jordan later on. So it's like, is there a cult yeah. thing involved in this hmm. movie? I don't know. Yeah, like, was he a member of a cult? What we need is a prequel. Yeah, I hope they get into that in the sci-fi remake. <laughs> that would <laughs> we'll be see. amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, Trish goes home, and she's like trying to get everything ready, and she has this neighbor, this dude. Who just like wanders into her house trying to keep an eye on her all the time, and he just like who is this guy, Mister Content? That's his Mr. name. Mister like, Content he's, or something. He's yeah. trying to you know, make sure they're appropriate content at all times or something. I don't know. Yeah, it, I, who knows? I can't tell if he's either just a creep or straight guy or just like a really nice gay guy who lives next door who tries to check in on him. I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah. I don't know. I was like, is he supposed to be like the Mrs. Kravitz who yeah. just like is like really nosy mm-hmm. and I I couldn't really tell what his He's always wearing, like, Hawaiian shirts and stuff. And I'm like, (laughs) Like, be responsible, girls. Like, that's all he does. And he kills snails, like, really viciously with, like, these giant meat meat cleavers. cleavers. What is that about? What is that? That was gratuitous. Yeah. Like and then he dies immediately after that though so maybe maybe it's a it it's a message it's a statement it's a PETA movie about right <laughs> the slug murderers yes. of us all yes PETA actually funded this movie so yeah. they did little known fact <laughs> you won't find that on IMDb <laughs> we got all the deep cut information here don't go looking for it that's the one they don't want you to know nope. you'll only find that here <laughs> you only find that in the like 
QAnon circles. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Four Chan or yeah, whatever it's exactly. called. What is that thing? And and yeah, so like she's getting ready for the for the party, and then meanwhile next door, Valerie is taking care of her sister Courtney. Who, as we said, we can't really tell like how old she's supposed. She to could be, be twelve. Like, she could be twenty-five. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> she's twelve going on thirty. I don't know. She could, just, but she likes to hoard Playgirl magazines. It could be one of those situations where she's actually the older sister, but she's a little slower and <laughs> thinks she's the younger sister. <laughs> we don't know. Now it's turning into like a VC Andrews novel. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> but yeah, you're right. She they has keep the... her in the attic. Yeah. yeah. We, don't, we don't talk about her. <laughs> Courtney yeah, who? Yeah. Funny you don't talk about. <laughs> she's 35 she still thinks she's thir- 13 what's happening like and we never meet their parents so maybe like she killed their pa- parents maybe and valerie's had to like take care of her i don't know okay this is okay we're, we're filling in all the dots now sci-fi <laughs> are you listening i want half prequel half valerie and courtney okay all i want is I like want. 50 dollars, and you can use whatever, any of our de- uh, any our ideas Do whatever you want sci-fi can you hear me <laughs> We're thinking of the people, yeah. you know. That's what we're thinking of. But you're right. She does have that and, Playgirl uh, magazine, which is a uh, – is it like does. Sylvester Stallone on the front or on something? On the cover, yeah. 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 <laughs> I've never seen a, just, an like, actual Playgirl stairs. magazine. I've seen Playboys just because they were randomly out at places when I was younger. But, like, yeah, Playgirls, I, I don't know. Playgirl was harder to find because, like, yeah. I remember, like, at the bookstore, you'd have to, like, ask for – for it yeah. like behind the counter and it it would be like in this like brown sack mm-hmm. you would have to em- embarrass yourself to ask for it yeah it's so true. i always admired those that just like went for it and were like i'll take a penthouse please mm-hmm. i'm like look at you living your best life sir and five but... packs of condoms please <laughs> yeah. ribbed for her pleasure <laughs> like you won't need the condoms <laughs> sir but that's <laughs> at least you have the You're... <laughs> yeah yeah, so I don't know how she got this contraband snuck into her house. Yep. Probably because her parents are dead in the basement. <laughs> They've been <laughs> they drank dead the Kool Aid. Yeah, they drank the Kool Aid. There we go. And and yeah, so like Trish's friends start to show up, and they're all like, you know, smoking joints and and talking about boys. We're here for the orgy, e- Woo! eating food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty much how it goes for like the next like twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah. And occasionally you like cut back to the the gym coach just like <laughs> having like a random cat scare in her house i don't yeah. know why they felt like they needed that scene Mitten, but they do mittens the kitten yeah. <laughs> yeah she's just like there's a strange noise let me slowly walk down my hallway oh it's just the cat in the closet yeah. what yeah this character is of kind of extraneous yeah it's like they're yeah. trying to play on carrie a little bit or something with the it's you know like, her yeah she does show back up at the end, so I guess they needed that. But like, she shows, she shows like up, but just... like, she doesn't do anything. Like, she basically yeah. like fights him off for like two seconds and then gets drilled. So it's like, pretty I, much, I feel like this yeah. character doesn't really need to be there. There's there's enough girls that they yeah. could have fought off him off without her. But I, I think know. so too. I don't know. I I believe they were smart enough to just team up and do it together. Yeah. Then the two guys start to like spy on them yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And they're watching them like undress and get into their nineties and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because that's what girls do. It's slumber parties, apparently. Right. They wear women's lingerie. Again, is is this satire? Is it just straightforward? <laughs> like for Victoria's Secret. I, I do kind of like that all the guys are just these horn dogs. They have no, like, yeah. it, there's, I guess, a little bit of satire there of just, like, teenage boys yeah. are all like this. You know, all they really care about is, let's watching this girls change and blah, blah, blah. Pretty blah, much. And they have no <laughs> motives outside of that, you know. While they're, like, grinding up on each other and, like, it's. <laughs> yeah, like, this is awesome, dude. Yeah. Look at this. And uh, eventually the neighbor's killed mm-hmm. Yeah, when he's attacking slugs for no reason. Yeah, the slugs, yeah, yeah. And Diane is waiting for her boyfriend to get here. I believe his name is Boo Boo. I don't know if that's his <laughs> baptismal name, but that's what she calls him. And the girls find it very funny. I tried to look him up in the phone book one time. I couldn't find it under Boo Boo, but, you know. <laughs> Boo Boo? Where are you? And uh, Boo Boo shows up, and they're, like, making out in the car and mm-hmm. stuff. And she goes in for a second to talk to her friends, and when she comes back, Boo Boo's head is no longer on his body. He got a Boo Boo. falls off. He got a big Boo Boo. <laughs> boo Boo got the biggest Boo Boo you can get, and and then she's attacked by Russ with the drill. And then at some point, he cuts the power, right? Yeah, he cuts the power. He cut he cut the phone line at some point, I think, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, isn't there there's right. a, de- right. a deformed Barbie doll at some point? They find one yes. outside. I don't know what that's the about. The Barbie but... that she threw away at the beginning has like blood on yeah. it and is just randomly like on the windowsill. Yeah, I'm like, what's that about? Odd. I don't know. And and she thinks that the boys are the ones that did that, and they're like, "What Barbie doll? We didn't do that." Yeah. 
and uh, and then the pizza is finally delivered, you guys. Oh my God, their pizza is finally been here. Forever. Um, unfortunately, the pizza man has had his eyes carved out, and uh, yeah. so they're like, "Oh shit, someone has killed the pizza man. What are we going to do?" And th- my favorite moment is when one of the girls um, <laughs> opens up the pe- yes. pizza and yeah. just takes a slice. Yeah, they're like, uh, "He's dead, all right. So cold." And she's like, "Is the pizza? Is the pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> it's the best line. I like to think in this situation that would be me. Yeah. I hope. See, that feels I like I'd like to think I'd still be hungry. Totally. That feels like something that was definitely there in the original script oh, yeah. because like Absolutely. it's so funny. It's so That's ridiculous. really funny. It's probably one of the best 80s slasher gags. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. It's so funny. I watched some some one of those documentaries about like the history of slashers. I can't remember which one. There's mm-hmm. multiple ones and they definitely use oh, yeah. this scene to like talk about the movie cuz it's so fucking funny. <laughs> so funny. But it's like these these funny moments are few and are far and few between. That's what it's, yeah. it's hard to figure out tonally what's what's going on sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And we get another one coming up where he uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'll like, keep going. Yeah. Here. Well, like then, like one of the guys thinks it's a good idea to go outside. Yeah, and he's killed. Yeah, they try um, to run for safety or something, and yeah, both guys does end not up work. getting killed. Yeah, yeah, the guys are pretty useless are. in this movie, just like real <laughs> life. Yeah. Stabbed. Yeah. By this point, they've called yeah. the gym, the gym coach, so she knows that something's wrong. But of course, as you said, the f- the phone lines have now been cut. Yes. So we know that the gym coach is on her way. I think it's Kim and Trish. They eventually get they hole up in their room. And this scene is kind of creepy because you see the killer oh, yeah. like slowly creeping in the into window. the window, and yeah. Oh, that's really creepy. Yeah, because yeah, because they've barricaded the door, mm-hmm. but didn't think to barricade the window. So he's cli- cl- climbing in through there, yeah. and they think that they're safe, and then uh, kills Kim, Kim right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then another one like is running to the door, and she opens the door, and he has the drill out, mm-hmm. and just like drills her neck. Yeah. And so then it's just Trish. And then at, at this point, Valerie has gotten concerned because she's hearing all these screams and noises and stuff. And so she goes over there, too, with Courtney. With Courtney, yeah. And that's when they find the body in the fridge. <laughs> See, this is the other scene I was talking about. <laughs> this like, is funny this is as funny, hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a great visual gag of this corpse in the fridge. And it's like she's trying to like s- s- sneak into the fridge. And she do- doesn't see the body is being like propped up. It's how so uncomfortable that must have been for the actress. That just actress, to, uh, I mean, she earned her day's pay. Did. Then, Lord, they're just having like an entire conversation and just like slowly <laughs> opening the door and then putting it back in. Yeah, <laughs> and eventually funny. she o- opens the door all the way and discovers that this corpse is in the fridge, and she yeah. freaks out. Yeah. And so now they know that there's, like, someone out there. And then at, at, at some point, one of them hides under, like, a couch, right? Yeah, Cor- Courtney, Courtney hides, hides under, under the, the couch, couch, and, like, a storm breaks out outside. I just remember mm-hmm. that, which I, I always like that in a final act when a storm just randomly oh, starts. I love it. Plays that up. I love it so much. And then, oh, yeah, and then Valerie goes into the garage to try to find a weapon. Yeah. And she's getting, like, all these, like, buzz saws and stuff. And, she... and by this point, the coach has come to the house. Yeah. And Russ is hiding under, like, a blanket. Like, it's not even a good hiding not spot. At all. He's just, like, in the middle of the floor. Yeah, and she pulls it up, and he's just like, hey, I'm here. He's like, hello, remember me? Yeah. And, and She gets, like, a um, poker and fights him off for, like, yeah. two seconds. But then, eventually. She tries. I think they, there's kind of a cool scene where the women kind of fight back a little bit. And I, I think it's Trish runs and, like, stabs him in the back. Mm-hmm. He doesn't die yet, but. Uh, That's right, yeah. They kind of fight back, yeah. Valerie, I think, has a machete at, the, at this point, And she knocks off half of his drill bit. Yeah. Which is like, you know, ca- yeah, castration, again, castration, obviously. Yeah, castration. You know. <laughs> and, uh, and then um, Trish come, comes out and like stabs him. And I think he goes into the pool. Yeah. And then he pops out again at the end. And then he like, he he runs and ju- jumps up, landing on Valerie's machete and like basically impales himself. Yeah. And then he dies, and they all just look at each other, and they're like, "Oh my god, what have we done? What's happened?" Yeah, it ends very the suddenly. End. You just you hear the, yeah. the sirens in the background, of the police finally coming, and it just just kind of ends. Uh, yeah, it's fun, you know. Uh, it's a good time. It's, it's, it, I enjoy it, it. It really is kind of a slumber party horror film. Like it's one of those ones you just put mm-hmm. on the background. You don't have to pay that much attention to because it's yeah. just kind of go in and. Uh, yeah, I guess that that is a good point. It's 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 just one that kind of like wakes you up in like with every death scene. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then, like, once it's done, you're like, okay, I guess I'll go back to talking to my friend. Yeah, eating my pizza <laughs> like, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what this was designed for, huh? Look yeah. at that. That's yeah. Cool. I think a lot of the satire gets a little rinsed out, like, washed out because it's just mm-hmm. think, how much of this is supposed to be there, how much of this is was from the original right. script, how much of it is now um, in this version of the film. I And I've, I've heard a couple interviews with um, Amy Holden Jones and I, – she doesn't really talk about that too much. Uh, I, th- I think mm-hmm. in general, she was making more of a just a fun slasher. But there are definitely moments in here where you can tell that she was you know, trying to play this up. I-, I just don't know what it's necessarily trying to say beyond like men are, you know, evil. Either they're rapists or they just want nothing but sex like the teenage boys. But then the right. women aren't exactly portrayed in a fantastic light either. Like they're mostly kind of airheads in this movie, like with, with a yeah. few exceptions. So it's like, I don't know. What's sort of the overarching yeah, I'm not sure, takeaway? Really. If it's supposed to be like a satire, then what is the yeah. satire, you know? Um, and I do, yeah, I do, it's yeah. like, what's it trying to say, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I kind of like that they work together in the end to take him down. Like, that's kind of different yeah. for a film like this. Usually it's just like the, the one final girl, but now there's like a couple girls. and they're, Maybe they that's to... what it's about. Women are stronger together. I think so. Maybe that's what it's about. I think maybe it would have been a more powerful message if they had been like fighting earlier and they came together. But like they've maybe, they've, been, yeah. they've been friends the whole movie. Like there was never any tension between anyone no, in the no. movie. Uh-huh. Um, so it's kind of like, okay, they all came together in the end. That's awesome. But also like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I, to me, it would have been more powerful if they had been like fighting earlier and like, let's put aside yeah. our differences to work together. Just like women should do in real life. You know, we, sh- we shouldn't be fighting each other. We but should be working together. And Kevin, like you can't have women fighting in movies anymore. Because I know. That's conflict. And it doesn't matter if they will work it out. It doesn't matter the context. Okay. It's, it's really bad. <laughs> because women never conflict. fight in real life. You know, women are <laughs> yeah. always nice to each other. There is never any competition. <laughs> yeah. Society does not force them to fight against one another. <laughs> exactly. So we should never show them fighting in any movies ever. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been interesting if, if like, there were some conflicts. Yeah. yeah. Like, they could e- have easily given more conflict to the fact that, um, what's her name, didn't like Valerie. Yeah. Like, maybe Trish was, was like, seriously, like, what's your deal with Valerie? Like, why do you hate her so much? Yeah. And, like, I don't want to be your friend, and you can't come to my slumber parties anymore, okay? And maybe she hates because her because she's actually jealous like of her Valerie. because she was getting better yeah. grades or something. And she exactly, yeah, and like ex- expand upon that. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. That would have been interesting. Hmm. Instead, we just get a really fun, like, kind of you know, slumber party movie. You know, you just like yeah. put it on and have a good time. And it's a lighthearted breeze. It is. It is. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. <laughs> Diamonds are the girls. Kevin, I don't know. <laughs> Diamonds. <laughs> Slumber party. Oh. <laughs> How did we get to this place? I don't know. Carol Channing is the slumber, the slumber party, party massacre. massacre. <laughs> Part five. Yeah. Well, I've never used a drill before, Horace Vandegelder. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think this is on Shutter or wherever. It, it should be out there somewhere. I don't know. I think it's on the Prime. On the Prime, perfect. Or it was. I don't know. You can never tell. Like, I always check my watch list and, like, stuff is just randomly gone. I'm like, yeah. what? I was going to watch that one day. I know. <laughs> I know. I hate that. I did see – I've heard that they're taking Drop Dead Gorgeous off HBO Max. However, they added it to Tubi, so y'all can watch it for free now if you haven't for oh. some reason. So go watch it. What the Lord taketh away. He giveth. He p- putteth on Tubi. Yes. <laughs> As the Bible says. As the Bible says in uh... – <laughs> In uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Mount Rose fourteen twenty two. Yes. Remember that book of the Bible? I do. It's a good one. Yes, it's a good one. And Low Amber Atkins said unto <laughs> the people of Mount Rose, "Someday I will be Diane Sawyer. Thank you, Jesus." <laughs> I always personally like the book of Loretta more. Mm. That 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 was. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know people love the book of Ruth, but really, it's the book of Loretta. Low, do you think an ice cold mint me. would help? <laughs> If you pulled your head out of your ass. Out thine ass. Thine ass. (laughs) The whole thing is just kind of saddeth and lameth at the same timeth. (laughs) Oh, God. This is our Bible. What a great movie. It's really wild. What a great movie. Uh, Slumber Party Massacre. Good good time. It was a fun one to end the month and just uh, uh, before we go into something different. Yeah. We'll tell you what that is in a sec. But first, do we have some overlooked gems? Yeah, mine for this week is burnt offerings. Oh um, yes. I don't think I've done that yes, one yes, before. Yes. I hope mm-hmm. I haven't. 
Um, and it is a, a 1970s horror film, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, that's a, sort of a, a, a supernatural thriller. It's not very psychological, but it's supernatural. Nope. And it stars Karen Black, Karen Black. Oliver Reed, yes. and Betty Davis. Mm-hmm. Okay, And Burgess Meredith Eileen Eckert. Amazing cast. Yeah. And it's about a family who gets this house, this like summer house. And as the, the summer goes on, things get really weird. They start to turn on each other. All of a sudden, the house seems like it's flourishing when they're personally going through like their worst times. Mm-hmm. And it's, it basically turns out that, the, that this house is restoring itself by turning everyone against each other and killing them. It's kind of like The Shining a bit in certain ways. And it's, oh, it's just, oh, it's so creepy. Doesn't it's it make so them good. think that they're like older to yeah, like an older family because, like well the 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 catch of this place yeah. is that they have to take care of this woman this elderly woman who lives on the top floor mm-hmm. and so they have to feed her every day yeah. but they but they never see her they just leave her food at the at the door and then it's eaten at the end of the day mm-hmm. and it's only until until the end that we realize who this character really is mm-hmm. and uh, oh it's such a great ending oh my god the ending's so good yeah 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 oh it's so great um what do I have? I have, if I say this right, it's called Iko Iko Azarak, Wizard of Darkness. This is from 1995, oh, okay. Japanese horror film. Uh, it's kind of this cross between like a supernatural slasher and Satanists and some Sailor Moon stuffs going on. It's just kind oh, of a, sold. It's it's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's 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 not quite as insane as like Haozu, but it's still pretty fucking weird well what can be nothing I mean, really Haozu <laughs> is its own genre essentially <laughs> it really is. Uh, but this Whatever. has some nice like spooky like teen horror vibes and uh some gore and melodrama um let's see it's got a okay so this girl she's a high school girl she moves to this new school and as she's moving to this new school it's falling under some evil supernatural force and she's like what the hell's going on so again kind of sailor moon kind of vibes here um but she has to deal with the fact that all the all of her fellow classmates think that she's the one behind it. She's causing all these bad things to happen. And she's like, no, no, I'm here to help, actually. So at one point, all the school kids are kept after school in detention or something, breakfast club-esque, and uh, they can't get out of school because some supernatural force is keeping them locked in. And the number 13 is written on the chalkboard, and suddenly... Uh, one by one, each of them start to get killed in a horrific fashion, and as they get killed, the number on the chalkboard starts going down by, you know, depending on however many people are left to kill. And so it's got kind of a, and then there were none kind of vibe to it, but also just kind of a sleazy slasher vibe to it as well. And there's some lesbian mm-hmm. stuff, and one of the girls may or may not be, like, having a fling with, like, the female teacher, so it's, like, some lesbian Ooh. stuff going on here, and... uh uh yeah it's just really fun i i went in with no expectations and i really enjoyed it it was um jason edward davis uh mm-hmm. uh recommended it it was one of his like top 10 favorite horror films on uh, oh, cool. uh stacy's blog last year so i was like i'll check it out and i had a good time with awesome. it so I definitely recommend. there's a couple sequels to, to it check that out yeah i haven't seen the sequels but uh um yeah cool Alrighty, so Love it. yeah that was fun um yeah this month by went by very quickly so uh thanks very much so Thanks for tuning in. I guess we should tell you what we're going to do next month. We are going to do some... I don't know how to describe it. The, the, I guess the title is She Bites. You know? She Bites. She Bites. She bites. Ooh, baby, when she... <laughs> yeah. And uh, maybe we won't tell you more than that. Uh, we'll just tell you. Uh, there might be some... As you... It's just fierce women yes. who have a little sting in their tail. Yeah. And sometimes get a little hungry they... for, you know blood i think it's gonna be a fun one for uh pride month next month which is crazy that that or yes yes next month is pride month yes and that fills me with pride uh but yeah it's it's a month of pretty fun stuff so i think even though we just did a month of really crazy fun stuff we're gonna do even more of it so i hope people will enjoy it i think that's what summer is usually about so normally you can find us as always on social media at facebook and twitter at hohh podcast we are on instagram at homos on haunted hill uh, you can leave us a review on iTunes. That would be lovely. Please be nice if you do. Uh, you can find us on Letterboxd. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.clown patreon.com <laughs> slash homos on Haunted Hill slash clowns. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, in the meantime, before next week, you know, keep your power tools locked up and uh, your, mm. your your phallic tools. So yes, that you never know what could happen. No more Kool-Aid. We've had enough. No more Kool-Aid. 
uh, if we see you messing with those power tools, we will we will chop it right off because we don't want to see will. that. No, no, Be- we don't. We don't need to see that because we that's don't. fourth wave fourth wave feminism, babies. That, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> when men do bad things, we just chop it off. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they think we do on Fox News. I, I think, think so too. Do. Yeah, that's the. They're gonna castrate me and call it cancel culture. <laughs> That Matt Gates guy or whatever the fuck he's doing nowadays. <laughs> oh God! Ew! 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 ew, ew gross. But we uh, do we do keep it topical here, don't we? We do. Um, Years from now, pe- people are gonna hear this and be like, "Who's that? Who's that? They 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 were really ahead of their time with the <laughs> with the penis jokes and the the clown references. <laughs> Those are all the rage now. <laughs> Very predictive. Even my mama's got a penis clown joke. Oh God. Really? I can't believe this movie's almost 40 years old. That's crazy. Lord. It's aged well. It has. It has. Looks pretty good, Tell too, it. and it shot well. Yeah. I think it helped that she was an editor, so she knew, for the most part, what to cut, and yeah. Oh, yeah. It flew. It's only like 70 minutes, folks. It's so uh, uh, it's short. Yeah. nice and com- compact. Yeah. 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 I like that. Um, Not too much of a time commitment. Nope. No, no, no. We'll see you next week for some- uh, sure will. Fun, visceral, hungry antics, right? Get your fangs ready. Mm, you'll be so hungry, and uh, we'll feed you. Chomp, chomp. We'll feed you. Yum. <laughs> okay, bye. Goodbye.